Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got an heart. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey everybody! What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. And we are continuing our exploration of the Scream franchise. This time we're hitting four through six. Yep. And uh, obviously, spoiler alert here, guys, for anybody who hasn't seen five and six, please make sure you do so before you watch, because I'm sure I'm going to accidentally spoil everything. Oh, I am 100% going to be talking <laughs> about some plot points that yeah. will spoil stuff. So if you have not seen five or six... Probably go check them out and then come on back and uh, listen to us jabberjaw yes, all please. about it. And uh, we'll start out with Scream 4, which uh, is a big break in between uh, an 11-year break. Yeah. Uh, but back to the OG team of Craven and Williamson for this one. Yeah, this one was fun. Um, they they had to figure out how to not make a Scream opening stale. Because we started to get a little stale in three. Oof. Yeah, they so didn't even try. to to make it a little less stale, once again we get movie within a movie within a movie, within a movie with this opening. I have to say, this opening delights me. Yes, especially when uh, Kristen Bell stabs uh, the chick from True Blood. Yeah, at a pack at, a at a trick or treat. Yeah, um, because I think it's hysterical. I think it's a wink nod. I also like. I don't know if I'm getting old or what, but man, this one felt so violent. Having Watching them in chronological order, I really felt the 11 years here. There is yeah. no denying that we are in the heyday of like the splatter pack and torture porn and post-September 11th United States violence yes. with this film. Because, I, I, dude, nothing made me realize the difference between 90s Sweet Baby Angels versus like what we are now yeah. then watching three in 2000 and then watching, and then four. watching four <laughs> and i love that they were like making fun of torture porn because this film totally showed that in order to fill seats in 2011 you had to be torture porny yeah because this film is torture porny so i like this movie it is my least favorite of all the six fair totally fair um uh, there there's a couple reasons why um I don't, I, you know what, like the characters, I don't know. I don't want to say like I didn't relate to the characters because I, I don't, I'm not relating to any of the characters in the other one, but I don't know. There was just something about the characters in this movie 
Again, they're, they're we're not like, for you. That's like we're, why. we're bringing back like another rando family member that we're shoehorning in. I'm going to respectfully say that the this movie was not made for you. It was not made for me. And that's why. That's fair. Yeah. Those kids are very relatable to kid to how relatable the kids were in the original movies to kids who are in their teens. This movie was not marketed to us. This movie yeah, was marketed but, like, as, I look really how much enjoy, your parents loved it. But so. I really enjoy five and six, and that's totally, like, Gen Z. <coughs> it is. It's different. Because now, so here's my big theory. Okay. As to why you can connect with five and six, and you can't connect with this one. This is, there's a ten-year lag in between again. Eleven-year lag again yeah. in between. The 2011 kids, you had little to nothing to do with. You were, there was no real need for you. You, we were still young enough in 2011 to be like, (laughs) about kids that age. Whereas now your kids that age are your nieces and nephews. Kids that age are, you know, the people who were so, we're far enough removed from them where they don't annoy us. That's why we don't mind the new generation. We're watching it as old people. Yeah. In 2011, I, I couldn't relate to these characters either, but I was, I, these characters weren't made for me. I also can't stand that one actress. Hayden Penitentiary? No. I like her. Emma no, Roberts? her I like. Yeah. Really? Every oh, time, I like her in this. Every time I see her in something, she's a whiny cunt. <laughs> Seriously. Now, she to be plays, fair. To be fair. Yeah, I've only seen her in like two things. But like. Well, in American Horror Story, she's really good. I didn't see her in American Horror Coven? Story. Coven? Oh, that's yeah. a good. Wait, no, 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 I did. Okay. She was a whiny cunt. Well, yeah, but that was the character. Okay, and it's her character in this one, too. Yeah, maybe she she could be delightful in real life. Probably is. Yeah. Who I knows? Mean, she's related to Julia Roberts. I feel like Julia Roberts is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never met yeah. her, but she I mean, seems that maybe way. Maybe it's a testament to her acting her skills acting. that she plays she a really She's like good... a pretty good resting bitch face, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I've just never hmm. been a big fan, so like that kind that of... That rubbed you the wrong way. Yeah. Well, she winds up being the bad guy. She winds up being yeah. literally the... So... My other gripe about the bad guys is uh, whichever Culkin, non-Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. number four. <laughs> Rory? It's not Rory. Billy. No, wait a minute. Maybe it is William. Rory. It's not Kieran. Kieran's my personal favorite. Here. Kieran Culkin is Connor. my favorite. Um, I'm just making up names now. Okay. Um, but anyhow, what, not Macaulay number three is the other killer. And he's like the film geek kid. And I was like, excuse me, we had that already with Mickey. Do we really? But here's what I do like about the movie and why I'm going to defend it a little bit to you. First of all, I like the way Sydney's bought back into this one where she becomes this thing they all fear. And like, yeah. Because that's how I, I love that the narrative begins to shift towards the town and how the town is imbibing that trauma and how they're putting that trauma back on Sydney again. Time out, Sydney. Oh, what? She comes back uh-huh. to Woodsboro yeah. on the anniversary yeah, and then is surprised that shit's going down again. But they got they. But but in her defense, that's the whole point that she's not going to live in fear of. No, I get it. Oh, you I'm, think she's no, really tight with it? No, I just think like you're surprised. It's you're, a ballsy move, yeah, right? Ballsy like, move. and you're going to be like, "Oh my god, I, I can't believe this is happening." Really? Well, I, you really can't again, believe this is happening. Respectfully, that's kind of the point. Like, she's like, "No, nah, I'm not going to live my life." I'm not gonna let my life revolve around ghost No, face. no, I get that. Yeah, I'm just She's making fun out of the dark. I'm making fun of her <laughs> for acting surprised that shit's going down because she came back to Woodsboro on the anniversary. No, yes, and she's <laughs> surprised that shit. It's a really happened. good point, Jack. That's really fair. I also I do like these kids in that they don't like they're they're very non-virginal. They're very yeah. interesting. 
they're very new wave, like the kids, the the, the millennials in earnest. Because I know we're technically millennials, but it often does not feel that way to me. Yeah. Um, I think we're more, that's why Xennials need to exist. Because I'm not quite Gen X, but I'm not quite millennial. Yeah. Um, because these are millennials and they irk my soul. I get yeah. it. Um, <laughs> and like, I think like the, the whole thing about like wanting fame. Here's what I love about, one of my favorite things about this film. The Gale relationship with the two film kit nerds. And here's why. Watching it with a 2023 lens, dude, this movie kind of really hit the nail on the head with how media was going to be social. Right. And how influencers were going to become where we got all of our information. Dude, I totally watched, like, Cookies and Crime. Do you, on what? TikTok. I don't know. Literally don't a woman decorates, well, uh, right, you don't have TikTok because you don't have kids. I, the, a woman decorates a cookie really pretty while she tells you a true crime story. And, like, again, these people are all just out there making content. And that's what we all rely on for our news. Like, and it's a little stupid and scary. Obviously, social media is so problematic. But this movie kind of really hit the nail. Yeah. I was like, well done, 2011. Yeah. I you mean, saw it coming. again, I don't dislike this movie. Yeah. I like this movie. Yeah. It's just my least favorite. And I like that the town's scared of Sid. There, I think that I said that there's just, I don't know what it is. Something just feels off. Really? Like, there's something like about Judy. this movie it's funny. that just doesn't feel scream to interesting me. even and, though five and six don't have that problem for you right and oh. maybe it's because like the they like kind of do the whole like oh we're meta and we're doing this you know yeah they whatever. try to make it like the well don't forget I, this I is don't, the last west craven one yeah i don't know i feel like that this fourth one didn't quite have that like tongue-in-cheek meta vibe that all the other ones do. oh i thought it was very like talking about the the like this the re not the requel that was in five talking about like you know like coming back to a series after like I thought yeah it had I don't know it to, to me it just felt kind hmm. of like a forced entry well I think in, it's because Wes the, was trying to do what he yeah. did the first three times and, and, he and can't it just anymore. it didn't it didn't pan out but like I said I I like it all the references to other horror movies and like Laurie Strode and how they tried to make the the Trevor character like I thought it was clever the way she tried to frame. Uh, Emma Roberts's character Julie, right, tried to frame the narrative of the original one again. Like I don't know, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was clever. I thought it was a different, hot, fresh take. But also, yeah. I saw it in 2011 when I was just really excited to have a new Scream movie. Yeah. Um, and I also really like Hayden Panettiere. I I liked her too. I like the Kirby character. And I, I, but also I need I need to not have really hot film geeks because otherwise the rest of us film geeks don't stand a chance. That's true. Yeah, please don't be a film geek. You can't be as good looking as she is and be a film geek. It's not fair to the rest of us. That is very true. <laughs> I mean, this is just an okay movie. I like that it it is trying to be poking fun and meta about violence and the films of the two thousands. But I feel like it makes. It makes no attempt to not be super violent. And also, I think the mid 2000s, like, that era didn't have slashers. There were no, like, this film was very isolated in what it tried to do at a time where nobody was doing that in horror. Right. Unless it was really extreme and really gory, like, you know, Rob Zombie films. Yeah, you that's know? true. So I think it stands alone in its own little corner of the room because it's the only one from that time, too. Yeah. Anything else before we move on to the modern screams? Yeah, I got nothing. So I was super excited for this to come out because fuck yeah, Latino representation in in screen movies. Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrar are two of my favorite Latina actresses of the moment. They are just a delight, those two. I just want to hang out with them. I do. I want to go to Washington Heights and hang out with that entire (laughs) cast. Jenna's not in that movie, but Jenna Ortega is a delight. I love when she and Aubrey Plaza do shtick together. 
about wrestling. Yeah, that movies. was funny. <laughs> that was I've, I've seen some clips. That is oh, pretty funny. Oh god, I love I love her so much. But yes, I was so excited to see such like characters being being of color and it not being relevant to the plot, which was to me one of the biggest vic- victories of these two films was this idea of can we just cast diverse characters and it's okay yeah. it doesn't have to be a plot it's point not a that's plot ex- point. yeah it's, it's just exciting people exist just in really the world. good yeah there's just really good actresses who just happen to be Latina I love that um I love that it immediately referenced when she says the Baba Duke I like I was yeah. like this movie's for me I know. these are my peoples she she starts to talk about elevated heart <laughs> I'm just giggling um I what again we're going back to a really stellar opening and I think yes. what makes this such a good opening is that they flip the script and, and our victim lives. Yeah, she lives. I think the victim dies, then we're kind of, you know. It would have been just repeating. okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're just repeating. the fact repeating that she again. became one of the final girls was yeah. brilliant. It was very, very mm-hmm. cool. And again, we're 11 years now removed from mm-hmm. part four. Yeah. The rules are like, you know, everything's kind of. And I really like the relationship between. Uh, Tara and Sam. I don't love that their last name is Carpenter, because really? And they've done this in a lot of these movies. It makes me very angry. Stop naming characters after famous horror people. Stop it. If you're making a movie and you want to name your character like George Carpenter, just don't. Please don't. Yeah, like, we get the homage, but it's it's been done. Mm-hmm. Like, been done. It's We get it. They're the greats for the reason. They're masters of horror right, just leave for it a reason. You know who's in this? Wee Huey, a.k.a. Jack Quaid, a.k.a. The Love of My Life. That kid is a sweet baby angel. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they make him evil? I didn't, I refused to believe it. So He's innocent. <laughs> you know what? I think I remember, I think I, I wrote it down and I think I remember why 4 just doesn't work. Why? I don't think they used Red Right Hand in 4. Oh my god. It's exactly where they went wrong. There, I think that's gonna, the only one. I'm gonna play one. it the next time I listen. I to think to that's watch that the movie. only one that didn't use red right hand anywhere in the movie, and that's why that movie doesn't work. That's why it's 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 at the bottom. Oh my because gosh! Because they don't use you it. Might be the song was not featured on Scream Four. Boom. Apparently, it was a copyright issue. Wow. There you go, and that's why it failed to to nab me. An edited version of different parts of the songs is heard during during the movie, though. It's um, in the movie. So I, I need to tell no, a quick... No, it's missing. You're right. I need to tell a quick story about Scream 5, because you had oh. said you were so excited when this movie came out. And then I was disappointed, yeah. When so I, I was like, they're making another Scream movie. Fuck that noise. It's going to be dumb. We don't need another reboot. And I talked a healthy amount of shit on Scream 5. Well, because people were giving it negative reviews, too. Right. So you just jumped into warm water. Because I had lukewarm Right. But just overall, I was like, I don't need to see it. So you went to see it, and I was like, dude, just tell me about it. Spoil it. I don't care. And you told me the whole entire plot. And you don't know? And I was like, oh, they fucking, the ghost of Billy. And what is this whole retconning thing that Billy had a kid, and he was in high school? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Um, And then at some point last year, I sat down and I watched Scream 5. (laughs) And... Like, I was texting you the whole time, like, oh, oh, shit, do I like this movie? Did this turn out to be a good movie? I gotta say, as far as the new trilogy goes, this is my favorite of the new ones. My mind goes five, six, four, as far as liking liking the new trilogy. Mm. My total right now is one, two, three, five, six, four. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. 
I do not like five quite as much as you do. In fact, I like six almost a little better. If wow. I'm being totally honest. I know that's a little bit of a hot take, but if I if you handed me both of them right now as like quick pick one, I'd probably go six because I thought it was a lot a lot of fun. Just stupid, yeah. goofy. It it bought the a little bit of the fun back to to the right. movies. And it also bought back I don't know, it just felt a little lighter. Scream five is a hard watch for me. Scream five feels if it's to me the the dark one of the darkest yeah. i don't think there's a lot of like much of like the comedy aspect of it that i loved in the first couple movies i mean there's a lot of silly stuff in one two three and four um four not so much but at least it has that very heavy on the self-aware so it makes you feel lighter right five was just very dark and again i love the actresses i love the story i did not see it coming that it was jack quaid i thought it was funny to make it the boyfriend again um i like that they had the balls to kill dewey that was a hard scene to watch. I wish it was Gail, because I think Gail's character is done, whereas Dewey's character is just so fucking likable. Right. Um, if I if I ruled the world, I would have had Gail die instead of Dewey in this one. I also think it's ironic that they're trying so hard to be like, look how different we are from elevated horror, when really the, the Scream franchise has become slightly elevated because yeah. of its madness. So I think it's, it's funny that it, like, tries to create this nar- narrative of, like, slashers versus smart movies, because Scream is the smart slasher. Uh, and I also think, uh, for me, unfortunately, um, while it does a good job of evolving our obsession with violence and our wanting to see it all unfold and, and being just, like, toxic in your fandom, right? I think this movie does a good job of talking about toxic fandom. And, like, what, literally, he's like, how can fandom be toxic? It's about love. And that's so ironic because this film really calls out the haters before they become the haters of this film. And mm-hmm. so in that way, I think this film is very meta in that it says to us, hey, guess what? You're going to fucking shit all over this because that's what you do. You can't help it. And like those characters and those killers in this film, uh, Amber being one of the stupidest, in my opinion, like of all the, the side killers, I'm like, cool, you're just yeah. along for the ride because you want you wanted to your town to be whatever. But um, I thought Jack Quaid's character was did a good job of really highlighting the hypocrisies that we all have with our toxic fandom. And I'd like to think we're less toxic than the average uh, horror fan. I think we're very open-minded, which I love. I try to be. Me too. Um, I'm not, I'm not great at it always. Right. I, I mean, we're, we're only human. But at the end of the day, this film does play with that well. But I did not like Billy coming back because... When you told me about that... It's fucking stupid. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is so dumb. Well, because it's totally off. Either she's mentally very disturbed... Right. Or they're trying to suggest that now we're in a world that's not realistic. And that's not what the fucking right. slasher's supposed to Which make. I do agree with. I have to say that I didn't mind it as much. As, as silly and far-fetched as that idea is, I don't think... I was afraid that he was going to be like in every scene. I don't feel like they overused the the Billy imagery. I do like that we, you know, obviously it's, he's older, but like I like that we, I, I said Billy in all of his 90s glory, butt cut and all. Like I, I was here for that, but I, I don't feel like it was overused. Is it a silly plot point? Absolutely. Is it one that kind of has to drive the plot of this movie and the next one? Okay. Um, so that's where I take the most issue with it. Yeah. That's that's fair. Is that Sam is supposed to listen, we can we can have her be struggling with her own morality. And I actually love that about her. I love that she feels and senses this darkness in her. Mm-hmm. Because I think that in order to be a final girl, and to especially if you've experienced it before and now you're working from a place of trauma, which she is in a lot of ways in the first film and the second one, 
But to suggest that she's seeing visions of her dead father who happens to be a horrific psychopath and now she's relating to that character and they're like wink nodding at each other by the end of the sixth movie is deeply problematic. It's, 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 it's disloyal to her character. It makes her unreliable. It sets her up to possibly be a villain in future movies, which then strips her of all her power in the previous movies. I think at the end of the day, like... You want your final girl in some way, shape, or form to still be someone who isn't completely batshit crazy and someone who isn't capable of harm for the sake of harm. I like the idea of a darkness in us, but you lose me if then she becomes the killer in the third movie. You know what I mean? So it's like where they're heading with her being Billy's kid, if it stays her struggle with her own darkness, I think I'll be able to palette it. But if they turn it into now she's a killer or look how bad she is or she's going to, you know, she's crazy. It, you know, it really, they lose me because I think that the, the sixth movie, one of my biggest criticisms, if we could toggle a little bit, is that she does kind of like say, hey, thanks, dad, at the end of that movie, which feels fucking crazy to me. I understand having to dig deep and dig into the darkness of your soul. But trust me, as a smart horror fan, this all goes back to the whole I'm smart to not have to bunk me over the head with it with the ghost of Billy. Yeah. Like, that feels so cheap to me. So, here's here's my question. Because, like, I really enjoyed 4, 5, and 6. Like, I, I we had 1, 2, 3. We had 4, 5, 6. How many more are they going to make? Oh, I'm sure. Like, like honestly, like, can't, can't we just put a pin in it? Because I think the more, no. the more and more they make, the less and less enjoyable they're going to be. Because I have some criticism mm-hmm. of part 6 that we'll get to. That I feel like at this point... Well, let's jump in. Go ahead. Like, well, we might as well. Yeah. I'm, we can kind of go back and forth, yeah. honestly. Um, so my biggest criticism of part six is, fucking really? Like, because you killed my family member? We're going back to that well? Like... But that's been every we're movie. We're running out of... We're running it's not that we're going back to that well. It's been almost every movie. When you think about it. When you tie it all together. Well, not the first one. Not the yeah. third one. Well, in the first one, not that you killed him, but you slept with my, you know. Like- no, but I'm talking about the, I'm killing, I'm going after you as a final girl because you killed so-and-so. We did that in the second one because right, Billy Lewis right. is my, you killed them, so my we're, go- son. we're doing that again. Now like, we're going to say you killed my And son my again. whole thing with us extending this franchise further is how many more motives are there to kill these people? You know, and are we going to do what we did where we have um, Tara and Sam for like maybe one or two more movies and then they're going to pass the torch to the next person and Sam becomes the next angel of death and... Like, like, I feel we're, like it's... we're going to keep watching. I mean, listen, I'm not going to not see Scream 7, so I'm to blame for the fact that there's... I don't know. I just, I just feel like they're going to... They're going to get worse because how... Like, Scream 6 was okay... Um, I liked it when I saw it. The more I thought about it, it just kind of got to the point of, like, Kirby was alive this whole time. I, I, I like that she was there. I well, like yeah, that she kind of... Yeah, it's all about the legacy, right? I like, like that she kind of... Yeah, like, she's kind of like the new... for that. She's like the new Dewey. Like, like I the get, requel, the, I, the, I get the legacy why she's movie, there. right. I don't know. I just feel like it's starting to get a little well, bit I think... redundant and... Re- like, how... How many more well, motivations? To the credit of six, though, six took the thing that's popular now and made it meta too. Yeah. So it made fun of the requels, the legacy treatment. 
in the defense of six, what I liked about it was you had the smart people sitting around being like, oh my god, it's just like Laurie Strode in Halloween. It's just like, so they are doing a good job of being a meta reaction to the horror of the moment. Scream 5 did it with the elevated horror. And Scream yeah. 6 did it with the requel slash legacy film. Because literally taking a fake version of grown-up Sally from Texas Chainsaw and schlepping her into this that new Texas Chainsaw garbage that that was, like, it deserves to be made fun of. I think it's ready for that fodder. So, I don't know. You're right to an extent. I don't think we'll ever like the newer Scream movies as much yeah. as we like the originals. And but, like, I don't know, maybe kids today are going to only think of Scream I, and think of Jenna Ortega. I just feel like... Like, here's an example. Like, like they, again, when they, they did this in part five, they did this in part six, you know, we're talking about requels and legacy characters. I don't think, I'm glad that Sydney was not in six. Because it is time oh, to not, move I think on. I they fucked over Camp- It is time, well, I'm talking about the plot, not oh, yeah. what they did. Uh, because it is time to move on from Sydney's story. The, the torch has been passed to Tara and Sam. So, that being said, you know, Dewey died in five. You say the torch, it's funny, really, the torturer is passed from... <laughs> the, the, uh, so, Dewey died in five. Mm-hmm. Sid didn't come back. I think it was dumb to bring Gail back because yeah, Kirby is now our legacy character. I agree with that. And yeah. I don't like that they brought Gail back. I hate that she lived. I hate that she lived and I hate that yeah, it I became they were gonna kill her. like a footnote like, oh, we're going to go to the hospital. Oh, did you hear Gail's going to be okay? Fucking, like, that's really what we got? Like, I don't know. Like, that, it really bothered me that she lived. It, I don't think she should have been there so, at all. So here's, well, besides the fact that I can't tell Dermot Mulroney and Rupert ever depart. Here's, here's, the, like, food. <laughs> it's just a thing. I don't know why. Here's food for thought for you, though. My kids, if you say scream to them, and granted, they're, they're well-raised, so they might say Nev Campbell, but... Their scream might be Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. Like, their Chucky is those kids from that show. Like, they've seen the Chucky movies. And they they really love the Bride of Chucky, like, arch. But for them, like, I think what's happening is that we're old enough to see it all from the the distance lens. Mm -hmm. Watching it through their eyes while... I think they'll always love Scream 1 the most just because they're raised on it. I think kids today are just going to be like, oh, Scream. Oh, yeah, the two, ch-, you know. Well, of course. Like, like that And makes so sense. I think it's just like anything else that it's cyclical and I just, maybe it's not, maybe slashers aren't exclusively for me at the moment and I'm okay with that. Well, they've never really been your cup of tea. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I've just felt lately like I'm aging out of teen slashers in a way. Yeah. I still enjoy them. Like, I loved watching Scream, but I loved watching it with my teenagers. Yeah. Because I got to watch teenagers watch a teen slasher. Yeah. And I very fun. much felt not a teen watching yeah. these films. Now, what I did love about it, though, was that it took place in New York. I love the homage to Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm-hmm. There were a few, I thought. And I also love that it was very well done for taking such a small, traditionally small set for Ghostface and bringing it to the Big Apple. I thought it was fun. It was there, fun. Again, they did things like they did in five, like in five where like in the opening scene, our victim lived. I like that in this one, you know, we have our opening where we're going to have our killer, Samara Weaving. Fucking love her. Mm-hmm. Um, And yes, you know, she gets yes. killed and then instantly Ghostface mm. takes off the mask. And she was a professor of horror film. 
She was like me. Yeah. Like, I but mean, like, you have to love the medicine. I like that. that they had the killer take off the mask, but the moment they did, I'm like, oh, Yo, that's that me. Whole thing was that's different. Right. But then I'm like, but wait a it minute. It was a red herring, right? That's that's obviously not going to be the guy. But it was cl- it was really it was clever. very clever. Yeah. I also enjoyed a couple minutes later when you see the death of his roommate, or no, I'm sorry, the aftermath of his roommate in the refrigerator, like all. Oh, this movie that was, was good. St- like I said, it was a very stabby movie. This was movie. a very stabby movie, and it was. I loved that he had like a shrine to the movies because it was a very meta. Like, oh, I thought it was a wink and nod at like the people who idolize like the Joker. Or the people yeah. who, like, ding dong, you're not supposed to idolize bad people. Like, and I think that's a very poignant, I don't know. I, I, I would have liked it better if it was just the brother and sister, I think. And not. See, I like that. I liked the, that they all thought I, he was the killer and he was the killer. I thought that yeah, was clever. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, it really, I don't know. Like, they, they made it kind of obvious to me as who the killer was going to be. I, I mean, I didn't think for a second that the killer was Sam. Um... I didn't think the killer were the twins. The twins, by the way, are like my favorite people in this mm-hmm. in this new in they this are, new trilogy. They are awesome. But yeah, I'm really like glad it kind of lived. became obvious that there was two rando side characters. One of them dies, the other one lives. It's obviously like the other rando side character. I didn't see the father. I did not see Dermot. No, Mulroney I didn't see it being coming. a part of it. Rip and it, it kind of bummed me out because he's super adorbs and I love him. But yeah, like when I, I don't know, it's just kind of like. It, I don't love the whole, you killed my kid, I kill you. Because I'm just like, are oh, we're doing this again? Like, I don't yeah, know. I wanted, also, we killed your kid because he was a psycho. I wanted, like, like a little bit more, you know, original. And even in and five. And I didn't like her talking in the mirrors at her dad. Because then what yeah. are you saying about this girl who's working so hard to overcome her personal demons? Like, and I, I actually thought the relationship between the two sisters was touching. It was funny because now I say core four to my family all the time to make them mad. I say <laughs> core four and I put my hand in it and everybody walks away. And also, when you, the shot where they're walking away at the end, Melissa Barrera is so tall and Jenna Ortega is so tiny. They totally remind me of my daughters. Yeah, I, I had that thought. Hmm. And I was like, me, a, a, t- a good sister plotline tugs all the right mommy strings for me. Yes, it does. I, I said to them, I said, you see these two fight ghost face together. Could you got to be right or die? Um, I don't know. I liked Scream 6 in that it played with the requel. It played with the legacy. It was fun. But yes, I agree with you all in all. It's not, there's not a lot of meat on the book. Like I, I you know, whereas with one, two and three, I had so much research coming out of my nose on thematic relevance yeah. with these short of really like, you know, talking to how horror has evolved and how well these films reflect and go meta on the trend of the moment. There's not a whole, like, I don't know. I don't know that these will live up the way the first three did. They are not going to do for horror what Scream 1 did for horror. No, not at all. And, like, I don't know. Like, I just found, like, the the motives of our villains were just a lot weaker, I guess. You know, like, in the... In all three of these, you think? Yeah, like, to a degree. Mm. You know, like, in the fourth one... You know, uh, Emma Roberts, like, she wants fame. Like, she wants her 15 minutes of fame, so she's going to make all, all this happen. that's all she sees from Sid. She doesn't right. see, you know? like, And I'm a, like, you know. you know, okay, you get points for originality on that one, that that's your motive. In five, what's the motive in five with Amber and Jack? They're um, huge. They're fans. That's right. They're, they're just huge, fans. They're just, like, huge stands of the, yeah. That's kind of dumb. Of the stab series. Yeah. Per- like, that's... Oh, I liked, like, the binging of the series. Him pretending he didn't know the series and then being, like, a huge super fan and 
Yeah, you their, know, their, their was motive was kind of weak. I will say one of my favorite moments from Scream 5 when it was revealed that Amber's house was Stu Mocker's old house and she's having I that did house like, party. I thought that was cool too. I yeah. really liked that reveal. I did too. That it was when, when Sydney and Gail were in the car and they were like, that's Stu Mocker's house and mm-hmm. it camera pans out and we're having Judy another house too. party. What's that? They killed Judy too. Eh, I, I liked really, Judy. I didn't really care about Judy. Judy was really annoying in uh, Four. Scream 4. She was supposed to be. I know. Oh, I, I, I found that, <laughs> yeah. like, endearing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, no, I found it annoying. Fair she was enough. Annoying. Yeah, she was written to be annoying. You know, I get it. I thought um, it was funny. I liked, but... I liked her relationship with the kid, though. I did I not you. see it coming that both her and the kid were going to die in that Same. scene. Same. That was, I like, thought that, that was, was, dude, these two movies have been very, very brutal. Stabby. They are, as <laughs> I put it to you, they're very stabby. And again, I don't know if it's just because I'm watching it with children, but both of these movies are very violent. They're very dark. They're way lighter on the the comedy. The I liked six because it made me chuckle more. Five yeah. was dark, man. Five was dark. Yeah. Um, I was I was very happy that uh, Sam slit the guy's throat at the end because I oh, have yeah. the note. I'm like, brutal. Your father has been telling you to slit throats this whole movie. If you don't slit his throat at the end, then I'm walking out. Like, I, and I see, was I very satisfied. I, I, I just I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I see, but I, like they're gonna fuck up that character in the next movie. I don't give a shit enough about these characters on that level. So if they make her a villain, oh, it's not like I'm going to lose sleep. I'm just saying well, for the sake of like, the theme of who they, the arc of that character. So many See, arcs have to, been fucked up, though. I know, but I relate to, and this is, I'll get personal. I relate to a character who has a darkness in her and right. contends with that darkness. Yeah, but it's isn't but it realistic to, that the darkness or the, the you know sometimes the darkness wins the darkness can totally win but does it have to be because her fucking father's sitting in a fucking mirror telling her so Maybe. like i would love her character if billy wasn't guiding the darkness in her but then how do we represent the darkness you really okay so we can't say oh look your father's billy loomis and have her say to the therapist in the therapy session gee sometimes i wonder if i'm not imbibing my father's okay. you we know can't... so that we don't have this fucking absurd i'm a ghosty in a mirror Ooh, I'm Billy. Just because we all want to get our jollies off by seeing Skeet Ulrich again. It's hokey. It's stupid. It's beneath the writing and what the final girls in this films are supposed to stand for. That's my take on that. Is that okay. it, it? Then, you know, we'll have to agree to disagree. We can. Yeah. I, Respectfully. I, I don't mind if Sam ends up being a killer. No, I'm going to be pissed. I think it'll be, I think it's dumb though. Like, I don't know. It like, is it dumb. Just, it's, and it's disloyal. But like, they need to find, they need to find new motives that, I don't know like the I think they need to be done Fair like enough. I think that like write them a letter Jackie like, say you know what you're cut off scream yeah like I don't know you've like, had I enough just, go home I just feel you're like drunk. it gets to the point where like well what are we gonna do next like who cares now, as long as they're making their money like who's like uh, somebody Sam's uncle Billy Loomis had a brother a long lost adopted brother and he's gonna try to kill Sam because he wants Sam's we've bought blood it. and like I, I don't know like we bought what? it before so why won't we'll buy yeah, it again no the, and it will. it's like and Shaun of the Dead I'll stop laughing when you I'll start stop doing it when you, you stop, stop laughing. laughing yeah that's this they will stop making these movies when we stop well, going to see them but then it's like you know I, I don't know like to me it's just like it's just gonna go downhill from here because we're already repeating stuff at well this point. it could be worse we could be sitting through Terrifier 3 I haven't seen Terrifier 2 you're yet. not missing anything okay <laughs> I'm just saying that if if my alternative is the new wave slashers that are coming out now, no thank you. 
Well, that's why you stick to the, you, you ignore the new stuff and you stick to the tried and true. <laughs> that's how I live my well, life. Well, what am I going to complain about if I don't watch all the new shit? That's true. That uh, is very true. I tell you, I'm here for it. They, they put out a Scream 7. I'll be there. Do I have anything I'm else? like Charlie Brown with the football. You really are. Yeah. You, you really put a are. new movie out? Dude, whatever. I'm pumped for the spring. Evil Dead Rising, Renfield. We got, I still want to see the Children of the Corn with the girl. I heard it was terrible. Oh, God, I'm all God. about it. I don't care. Because so what the hell else am I doing with my life? I got nothing better to do. I'll watch see, it. Okay, I'll well, then that's the difference. Because I do have better things to do with my life. <laughs> oh, I like to watch movies. <laughs> I do, too. So I'm not going to waste my time watching something that I know I'm not going to like. Oh, I could I could see myself liking a remake of Children of the Corn if it's more loyal to the story. Is it, though? Oh, I don't know. The girl, it wasn't a girl in the story, so probably not. I didn't watch You'll Be Proud of Me. I did not watch the new Firestarter because I heard such terrible things. Yeah. See? Saved myself an hour and a half. There you go. Boom! That candy's not going to crush itself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and on that note. On that note. We hope you guys have enjoyed our retrospective. Uh, can we on the please franchise? walk away from slashers for a bit? I need a break. We can. Thank we've, you. we've what done two fucking episodes. <laughs> really, is that tough? This means a day twenty-four episode to cleanse our palate. We just did what? So, Pearl X. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. So let's put a pin in that <laughs> situation for a while too. <laughs> Fair. Let's looks do, like we're let's out of draw. Classics. Let's do some old. I'm in. Let's do it. All right. What well, should we do, guys? Tell I don't us. know. We don't know. We'll figure we'll it out, know. and when we know, you'll get a fucking you'll find episode. Out, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you shut the fuck up wow. and be happy? No, please don't leave. Say <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Stay. Say you're sorry, um, Jack. <laughs> I'm very sorry. You got me riled up because you I'm said 824, <laughs> and I was like, no. Yep, no. You took it out. You took it out on the audience. I'm losing my voice. You are losing. I don't your know voice. what's going on. Well, on that note, then, you're losing your voice, so yep. we are going to say, time to stop talking. don't forget to check us out on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Just search for Jersey Ghouls, and you will find us there. And uh, let us know what your thoughts on the Scream franchise. Have you seen Six? Do you think the Billy thing is fucking stupid and hokey? Or um, do you think it's, like, not terrible and, you know, not overused but not great? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, I don't know. Eat shit and live. Peace out. We love you. We Bye. will talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. She said eat shit and live. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network.